Welcome to PR360, a weekly public relations podcast where we bring on the best and brightest minds in the PR industry. We discuss the important topics that you need to know. Tune in every Wednesday to find out. Hosted by Brett Dicer and in partnership with Global Results Communication. Find more information on globalresultspr.com. And welcome to a new episode of PR360. I'm your host, Brett Dicer. Please subscribe to PR360 on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. The review really does help with the rankings and let us know how we are doing. But this week, I have Alice Wilkes with me, and she is a digital PR person at Fiber Marketing and has a background in psychology, specifically in social and behavioral disciplines. She also enjoys knowledge within the context of SEO link building, all the favorite things we never actually think about and never really want to do because we're always confused on how to do it anyways. <laughs> but welcome to the show, Alice. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And the first question I ask all my guests is, are you a coffee or tea drinker? Probably the hardest question you could have asked me today. I think I'm going to have to say coffee to start the day, but it's got to be tea for the rest of the day because otherwise I won't be able to sleep. <laughs> mm. So it's one of those in the morning, I need to wake up coffee and then at night I need to sleep. So chamomile or whatever tea you prefer. It is. Although I do like a chai latte. So got a little bit of spice in that one. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> All right. Well, and then I gave a little bit of information about you, but can you give us a little bit more about your expertise to our audience? Yeah, sure. So in a nutshell, as a digital PR, my purpose is to secure backlinks for clients' websites. So this involves uh, research, ideation, and execution of a range of link building campaigns, uh, whether that's creative campaigns or data-led or just content marketing. Although I've had an interest in media and marketing since my school years, I've actually only worked in this industry for about a year now. Prior to that, I was very much a psychology buff and I had a few different roles uh, which focused on, like you said, behavioural and social psychology. Um, So at Fibre, I manage a team of three other digital PRs and we cover a range of industries as agencies do. Uh, And something I really enjoy about my role is applying my knowledge of uh, psychological principles to our work and primarily uh, our outreach methods. All right. So you're all about the behaviorals of what people do online. What makes someone tick? It could be a little scary online. Can. (laughs) Tread carefully. (laughs) Yes, tread very carefully. But how has digital PR changed since the pandemic? Because, I mean, it seems like it's been a lot more important than previously, but still was important regardless because we're in the modern age. But Mm -hmm. it seems like even more important than it was before. Yeah, I think the pandemic's sort of been a catalyst for getting everyone online, which is great. Um, Obviously, the sudden impact of what the pandemic posed on people meant that PRs really had to think about or rethink their campaigns and their strategies. So as an industry, I think we became much more reactive. So in a world with a quick news cycle, it's so important that a PR keeps their fingers on the pulse of what's going on and being able to respond to it. Gotcha. There's been so many industries that have had like a new lease of life really about how they can react to the news. For example, like a solicitor's firm could comment on the rising rate of divorce during lockdown, which has been pretty big news. Yeah, that's uh, (laughs) people don't like each other for 24-7 apparently. Nope. (laughs) But anyways, how is important, because we're talking about link building, but SEO link building, I know it's an old, basically, I guess, 
thing online about link building and making sure that you have a bunch of links to, I guess, make yourself Mm -hmm. like prominent, but how important is it still? Because I think people put it on the back burner because of content and then social media and everything else that's been going on online as well. Yeah, so it can take months or even years to build up credibility on the web, um, but with the right advice and research into what works for that industry, process can be a lot quicker than what people think. Link building can be a critical element of effective SEO, depending on the project and what that client wants to be known for or what their priorities are. So in SEO, we're not just looking for links, really. We're looking to turn our clients into market leaders. So it really is a case-by-case basis, again, depending on what the client wants to achieve online. What should you not do with link building? Because there are do's and don'ts and Google's kind of like, we don't like this, but we like this. So the PR pro is like, It likes to give you two sides of the coin, really, so it can be really difficult to know what's right and wrong. But a couple of key things I would stick to, especially for a PR, is to have an awareness of the industry you're working within and the niche keywords and make sure that you know what your client wants to be known for. Another big thing, I think, is to obviously give journalists a reason to link to that client's website because people don't just give out links, you know, willy-nilly like they want to whether it's a strong brand message or some really good content that needs to be a hook. Mm-hmm. And is there any like links that are like, do not track or do not link back links? And how do you like figure out that part about it? Because I'm pretty sure some new sites might actually do that where you're kind of like, well, that doesn't help my link building at all. So how do you do, what do you do to counteract that type of a thing? I mean, link building isn't obviously just for the sort of technical side of it with building like that authority. It's really good for brand visibility anyway. So even just getting a brand mention is really good. But yeah, I would just make sure that any linking that you try and do is done very naturally, because obviously, like you said, Google have got some strict guidelines on how and where uh, sites should obtain backlinks from. So it's really important to be mindful of it. And how much has SEO focused more on content building? Because like I said, Link building was pretty big when everything was new and exciting online. It's, yeah. it's still new and exciting to a certain extent, but not as exciting. But how has that... Sh- the algorithms are a lot smarter now. <laughs> yeah. How has that shifted? Has has marketers and PR pros shifted to just content because it's easier to understand than link building? And how do we get back on track to maybe do a balance of that? So there's still obviously a lot of noise that content is king, but unless you put in the effort to market that content, your SEO isn't really going to go very far. But on the flip side, really strong content is going to lead to natural backlinks. So you just need to know what you should be posting our process as seos is to research the market the search market even and determine what the user intention is and then we plan the content effectively and then the sort of final step in that process is to market that content out all right and has consumer behavior actually changed because during the pandemic because i feel like it actually has and how has that affected the link building or seo side of a company or a brand? So what we're seeing, I've got a couple of points. One to start with is uh, value-based purchasing. So consumers are suddenly obviously have a lot more money because their social aspects have been completely shut down. So we've seen like a real shift towards like value-based purchasing is in consumers where people are looking to maximize the value of a product or service for the money that they would be paying. Um, another one is obviously escapism. So during lockdown, we were confined to four walls. I mean, in the UK, we were only allowed one walk a day. It was pretty crazy. And even, you know, not being able to see like nearest and dearest, we all craved the escapism more than 
ever, I think. And I think no wonder that the hyper-controlled way of life was met with like an even stronger need to get out there and find something different. And I think one of the examples that stands out for me is the term cottage core aesthetic. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's all about quaint cottages and rural living and simple lives. The search trend for that completely peaked in July when we were in the UK. So I think that sort of demonstrates the point of that need for escape. And lastly, I think the shock to loyalty. So I think it's a known fact within marketing that um, consumers tend to try out new brands when their purchasing pattern has been disrupted, which obviously has as a result of the pandemic. So um, I think a lot of digital PRs really capitalised on that by making sure their clients' brands were at the centre of that new cycle or the trending search. So it seems like uh, even here in the States where people were looking at going to nature or going, getting out of the cities because, well, the cities didn't seem too safe or people just were tired of the cities in general. So it seems like what you said, the cottage part is just basically okay. are like going West, I guess the best analogy for the U S type, like finding nature. Yeah, basically. Yeah, definitely. That was a massive thing, I think across the world, but so interesting to see it in the sort of user intent of uh, searching online. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty interesting, but you can kind of understand. You're like, yeah, four walls, ooh, nice trees, nice nature. Nature can be beautiful, so yes. it's better than what we're looking at for, like, whatever walls you color your thing. Definitely. Unless you change the color, like, every month, which is crazy. <laughs> but digital PR, I mean, has become so important during the pandemic. So how, how can digital PR, like, really be successful in their link building, but also their context? I feel like both are interwoven with each other now so much mm -hmm. because of how much well, Google has changed their rules in SEO. I feel like it's every month or every week sometimes. It does feel like every week. <laughs> I think most people don't still realize that link building isn't just about getting other sites to reference yours. Um, you need to earn those references by giving others value first and foremost before you ask for anything in return which is why, like you say, content is so like tightly woven into it. So yeah, content creation is a really important skill for like any PR today. But as well, looking beyond content, I think it's even more important for a PR to have a strong understanding of the customer that they're hoping to target and how they behave online. And that'll really influence how well you can build links. Gotcha. And then Let's say someone's still in the traditional side of PR. How can they transition to this digital PR? Because I feel like there are some similarities between both because writing is obviously still very important in PR. But mm -hmm. what type of skills do they need to understand to like make the transition to the digital side of PR? So I think digital PR is much more content marketing led. So as a PR, hoping to transition to the sort of digital world of it, having an interest in market marketing is obviously crucial. Digital media in itself has provided like a multitude of new platforms that brands can be seen and reached on. So PRs need to know their stuff when it comes to things like social media, interactive and even advertising to a degree and how the users interact with that. So as a result of this shift, brands are moving away from communicating their news via a mass press release. Uh, a good PR should be good at storytelling, really, and have the ability to execute a multi-channel strategy. So it's almost like they need to become the content creators or find the content creators to create the content for them. Yeah. And just be able to, to speak, to speak, <laughs> get the story out there. Speak the language. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. And I mean, with all the new, I guess, new content coming out is, are we starting to see like audio become like podcasts or like 
Clubhouse is another like version of it. Are we starting to see that become more important with SEO as previous years didn't seem to be as important? I know videos. I think across the market rather than SEO specifically, like people are craving that sort of face-to-face communication because we've not had it for so long. And yeah, it's a totally different world now, isn't it? It could be, the next question could be, are we going to see like more face-to-face marketing instead? Because people are just so tired of the computer screens. The Sorry, when I say face-to-face, I mean things like um, podcasts or sort of verbal communication like this, rather than just reading someone's page online. It's not always as personal as you want it to be. So we need to find different ways of connecting with the ideal customer. Gotcha. So basically podcasting is going to start becoming more important with digital PR and brands. I mean, it's, it is important right now, but I feel like a lot of brands haven't Even figured out that process quite yet. Yeah. And it's all about opening up that conversation and, and making sure that you're engaging with the right people within your industry and getting your name out there as well. Gotcha. And then what do you think is going to be the future of digital PR? So in SEO, I think digital PR tends to be referred to as just another link building tactic. And while it's, it is a good way to secure links from top tier publications when it's done properly, um, it does a lot more than that. Uh, so some of my predictions for sort of the next few years are that um, ROI will become a major factor. Um, there's so much data behind your PR work that can show a client just what digital PR can do for both their site, if you're an SEO, or brand awareness, if you're in PR. A number of sessions, new users, bounce rates, social media analytics, they can all be viewed from referral traffic from a link that you've built. And being able to demonstrate that will really drive the return on investment that people are looking for. Another thing I think is brand value. So as I said, uh, consumers are looking for brands who are going to be providing more than just a product or a service. They want brands that are authentic and uh, have values that it carries through its messaging. Uh, So digital PRs should work with brands to promote that messaging as well, whether that's through like campaigns or um, different platforms. Uh, We need to be influencing the sort of conversation rather than just adding to it, I think. And then my last prediction is influencer marketing. So having grown considerably in popularity in the last five years, I think influencer marketing is going to be an even more crucial part of effective digital PR campaigning. Consumers want relatable and digestible content that will influence the way we communicate on behalf of a brand. Gotcha. And do you think influencer marketing will be more platform specific moving forward instead of trying to get like the big influencer, you're going to start to do more niche stuff and find the ones that are definitely yeah I mean you only have to go on TikTok and look at like five different videos and you've already got yourself great campaign ideas from it it's endless possibilities (laughs) all right and uh, do you have any tools that PR pros could use to do this digital PR a lot more effectively like any way of like figuring out behaviors or link building or anything like that I think just, again, having an awareness of the keywords that your client sort of wants to be known for and then sort of just doing a deep dive and just doing the manual research on it is the best way and the most thorough way, in my opinion. All right. Old school. Yeah. (laughs) And then fun question for you. If you could create any new feature for digital PR, which is like a new way of link building or a new way of content creation, what would you do? I've actually got a really boring answer for this. I'm sorry. And it's very practical. I would love to see a more cross-departmental dynamic between digital PRs and SEO agencies and their clients. So a lot of clients, they have their own PR agencies outside of the work that we do as SEOs. And it'd be great to have some kind of 
I don't know if tool is the right word, but sort of planning um, to sort of get a really good idea of the common goal and then building a strategy from there. That is what I'd like to see more of, everyone on the same page. So you want to see more collaboration between the two, basically. Definitely, yeah. All right. Hey, it's not bad. I mean, collaboration is usually the best way of doing things anyways. Yeah, I, and I agree. Like when we're working on campaigns, um, I always find that more brains are better than one. Yeah. So. Hey, that's a, that's a good answer for a fun question. It wasn't boring to me. And it probably won't be boring to a lot of people. It'd be like, yeah, you're probably right about that. <laughs> but anyways, any final thoughts for our listeners? I think keep it natural. Don't try and push anything too hard when it comes to link building. Go with the flow. All right. Thank you, Alice, for joining PR360 and sharing your knowledge about link building, digital PR, and all the fun and maybe boring stuff to some people, but I think it's fun. <laughs> no worries. And thank you for or listening as well to PR360. And please subscribe to PR360 on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Leave a review. It really does help with the rankings. Let us know how we're doing. And watch us on YouTube and Facebook for the videos. But join us next week as we talk to another great thought leader in the PR industry. All right, guys. Stay safe. Get to understanding link building and do a deep dive and research on your brand and see you next week. Later.